0: Welcome to He Said, She Said podcast with Adam Lowry and Patricia May. Oh, I love it. The only risk is that you'll go insane.
1: (laughs) I do love that song.
0: Yeah, I do. I love that song, man. That reminds me of Arizona so quick every time I hear it.
1: Yeah. I liked it also when you had it on your intro.
0: Oh, yeah. We did it for the TCR intro once. That was for the, if you couldn't hear it on the podcast in the background, we had uh, the song Go Insane by Flume. Uh, the remix there. I love that song. It's, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: it's really powerful, a little bit spiritual, but at the same time, like really like let's do this.
0: Yeah. 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 It's a hype up song too, almost yeah. in a way. Right.
1: I don't go into meditation. Let's just say that.
0: <laughs> well, the holidays have almost been completed. Where my favorite holiday out of all of them. Really? New Year's Eve is not far away and the party at the, uh, Lowry May Casa is going to be serious, but, Well, how was it? How was the Christmas (laughs) in Florida?
1: You know, uh, it was. It didn't even matter because my son was here. He got to fly up from Arizona. So no matter what happened, it was just uh, such a treat for me. I loved it. It's been great. But of course, I was able to uh, be introduced to new families and things like that. That was a, a really unique change for me from what I was used to for the last probably 13, 14 years.
0: So the first Florida Christmas has been a success.
1: Yeah, I'd say so, definitely.
0: I thought so myself. Um, this is one of the first Christmases for myself that I wasn't, uh, perhaps a little kid being toted around in the backseat, but, or I was doing all the driving all over the <laughs> freaking state of Florida.
1: Yes, you were a, a really good driver. I had it easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I felt like I was just everyone's chauffeur this uh, Christmas uh, weekend, but I, I love it. I love that I know I'm keeping uh, you and Dylan safe, and Morgan was with us when we went down to see my mom in, uh, in Sarasota. So Merry Christmas, Mom. Your uh, Christmas Eve thing was gorgeous. Uh, the dinner was was amazing. I loved it. Thank you, Jack, for having us in and uh, seeing my mom. Man, that was that was a beautiful Christmas Eve
1: there. Yeah, it was It was kind of like surreal for me because I don't ever get to, um, for the longest time I wasn't able to be in like the family atmosphere when it was actually people getting along or kind of on the same plane. You know what I mean? Just, I don't know. I, it felt like family. It was a, it was a fun feeling.
0: Yeah, it was good. And then to leave Sarasota, well, first it started on the 19th when my brother, his wife, Noel, and uh, my two beautiful nieces, Scarlett and Seneca, all arrived here Tuesday. They stayed with us Tuesday, I think Wednesday, maybe even Thursday. Then they went to Sarasota. Then Sunday, we're in Sarasota. Then they head out down to uh, Fort Lauderdale to go see my father. And um, then so did we. And (laughs) as uh, we came back to Orlando first and You know, for me, that's uh, my first Christmas, really, with my dad. Really? In a very long time.
1: That's crazy. Excuse me as I get a
0: little little choked up there for a moment. But uh, it's, uh, yeah.
1: It was beautiful when we went there and got I was actually able to see uh, all three Lowry men together. The dynamics of it, the ins and outs of jokes and things <laughs> like people getting them, people not getting them, stuff like that. And your brother was actually really nice. He got into the hot tub with Dylan. It was fun you to know. watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's man. fun to see fun, you know?
0: It's been a while since the uh three Lowry's have been together on this side, since my uh, father, my brother, and me uh, were all in the same room. Yeah. And uh I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the conversation and uh, just the vibe was good. The energy was okay. and. Enjoyed that part. And that's how we wrapped up Christmas Day down in Fort Lauderdale, Deerfield Beach, and then drove home last night and uh, decided not to stay in Fort Lauderdale. And I was, well, I was pushing it, but we, you stayed awake, you made it, you made it, you (laughs) almost made it.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, almost made it. We, you know what? You're
0: a great co-pilot. You, you really do. You fight to stay awake with me and hang out. That's I love it and I appreciate that.
1: I do feel bad. Well, plus I don't need you to see me with my uh, mouth open or snoring or something gross. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know that beautiful face you make when uh, you're not you're asleep and you don't realize and you're just like zombie looking gross.
0: That's when I always take pictures of you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That's so sweet. Uh, that's kind of true though. <laughs> I'm like, babe, why don't you? Show me some good ones. <laughs>
0: well, I see the good picture all day, so I take the funny pictures the when, you, ones, yeah. when the mouth's out. You're like, <gasps> I'm like, yes, I got to have that one.
1: I don't do that. I'm always just right. on point.
0: You're right. You sleep very, it's like Sleeping Beauty, really.
1: I'm like the, in that movie, uh, Bridesmaids, where she lays there and goes, mm, yeah, I, I, wakes you up after I've already actually showered and put some makeup on.
0: <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I haven't seen
1: <laughs> It's a funny scene.
0: Yeah. Well, see, this time we didn't watch the chick flick you used to make me watch before yeah, we do what right, he right. said, she said live. So I start talking all pop culture and stuff and down. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm That's back. That's all
1: right. Then some of the chicks can get it as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's some, you know, there's a few guys out there like, I love that movie.
1: Yeah. It was actually, I thought it's it was not, pretty good.
0: It's not. So at least you didn't make me watch Bridesmaids or something before we did the show. But honestly, I don't think we had to watch any movie uh, before. Before we did this show because the holidays themselves are a movie i mean if you're out at the store if you're walking even if you just stop in the hustle bustle for a minute and just look at people right i mean yeah you, you don't need a movie or inspiration i think if you're going to talk about the holidays especially coming just off of it
1: i got definitely a confirmation that um the idea that you and I have to carry on with what I was doing before yeah. is right on. Just the stress in people's lives. What did we, we saw something like stressmas or?
0: Yeah, somebody mentioned it. Call it it. Oh, what was it?
1: Stressmas is. Oh. I think I made that up just now. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> stressmas.
0: No, you, that we were watching the old. Uh, we we're watching The Sopranos, and oh, right. the therapist says that to Tony. Stressmas says uh, is what they call it.
1: Tony, are you really happy with this holiday?
0: <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> I look. I gotta I do what I got. Let's just say, out of front,
1: okay? Yeah, I could have put some more time into that other one. <laughs> 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 I just didn't feel like clogging my nose with her. <laughs> but, Tony's
0: a but it is right. It's it, you see it now. Some people don't right. We're gonna look. We we speak in generalizations many times on the he said she said uh, show. So just forgive us now. Disclaimer here: if it's not you, we get it. But what I see and I do in a majority, and I will speak generally in a majority, is the stress overtake people and um, what to get, what to buy, where to go, even what to wear, where to drive, what to cook, how many people are coming, are they coming, could you get this in time, did the gift arrive on time, did the paycheck go in the bank account before the time, right, could you push back these bills because we got to cover this? it becomes a, a clusterfuck.
1: You know, I agree with you on all those, but I, I would say, if I could throw in the uh, typical she said pops, possibly, which is, you know what, at least it'll make my son come and see me that hasn't seen me for the last 11 months. Or maybe um, they can all try this meal that so-and-so just now learned how to cook and she can debut it or he can debut it. Um, there's a lot of other positive things. And I think those are the ones that are looked past, which is the company as opposed to the actual reason for it. Like Christmas to me is a feeling.
0: We, why can't we do that? Not the stress part of the gift part, right? Well, I, I love what you did with your family years ago. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I did a podcast a long time ago about, uh, it was when Hurricane Matthew came over and I was live and, uh, it was about holding on to the feeling, holding on to that community, that neighborly love, handy help, uh, working mm-hmm. to get, you know, mm-hmm. handing on to that. And how could we hang on to that? How do we hang on? And so when I look at Christmas, right after all the hustle and bustle, if you really time it by the time the gifts are open, the dinner's over, it's this short period of time with, I'd say 80% more being the stress leading up to this little bit of moment, right? Yeah. And you know how, again, like Hurricane Matthew or Irma or anything else that has happened, the fires out West, what, 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 anything, Christmas, how do we you know continue that why do why do we need a designated time as opposed to you know seeing your family more often if it means that much right if it really means that much you know everybody's out there christmas it's time for family and i have to be if it means that much really if you got to get the perfect gift you got to cook the perfect meal you got to wear the perfect outfit if this is what it means if that is it if that's why is it so difficult all year why is it so difficult next week or the following week or the following? If it really means that much, you know how if so many people talk, you catch them in Christmas time and say, hey, I'm with my family. I'm not working, yeah. right? Or, hey, watch out. I'm with my family here. Excuse me, right? You're driving to protect your family. You're buying to get the family. If, if that's so, right? And now some, it happens all year, right? But I just mean that spirit, if you will, of Christmas. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, if it does, we, we don't, we, we, we forget that as six months go by myself, I'm guilty as fuck with friends that I reach out to, right. Or say hello to or remember to, and fuck the dreaded moment where you all, you have to sit there for two hours and text every motherfucker, Merry Christmas. Cause you don't want her to be like, damn dude, you didn't even text me.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a text. Thanks. <laughs> no, I know. Right. You just, and then you feel so impersonal. I'm um, just sending a group text or just putting it on Facebook or whatever you know is. They're
0: sending the individuals and then yeah. you get a group, you're like, lazy fuck. <laughs> I'm sitting here doing an individual, right?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to send back that meme to them going, oh, I just wasted two hours of my life. I could have just done what you did. Half passed it. <laughs>
0: Copy the meme and just forward that, right? I've been guilty before. Somebody sent it to me, and I just copied the whole thing that they sent me and pasted it to somebody else. And sent that shit. Oh,
1: I can't say I've done that. I've done the the photo or whatever the meme, but never the verbiage. I was. I don't think anybody ever fit in the same category.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I haven't done that. Yet. I may add like brother. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> I yeah. Add that to Merry or I've done that before and sent Merry Christmas, brother, and sent it like a cousin, friend, a female, or oh. and you're like. Oh, they knew I copied and
1: pasted. <laughs> yeah, you're like, whoops, I was, wrong person. This one was yours.
0: It's like, re, you can't like re gift, right? So if you copy and paste text, it's like re gifting.
1: Have you ever caught someone doing that to you?
0: Could you re gift?
1: <laughs> hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Where
0: somebody sends you the Merry Christmas gift and then you yes. just re gift it.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. It's bullshit. But re-gif. I think we said it wrong. Didn't Morgan tell us the other day? Yeah. Are you but... supposed to say it now? I don't know.
0: GIF? Yes, gif. yes, yes. Yeah, because it's like in a GIF, right?
1: Yeah, so way more Me-jiff it. Re-jiff it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any more sense.
1: No, it doesn't sound as good. Damn it. <laughs> good thought, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good idea.
1: Yeah, we just really looked like parents.
0: Yeah. Oh. I don't give a shit. It's a fucking gift to me. I don't give a <laughs> damn.
1: Right? I'm not changing. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can't make... It's three letters. I'll pronounce it how I want to.
1: Right? Yeah. I agree. I'll
0: age myself.
1: Yeah. I just recently learned how to do that through the texting. <laughs> I've never I've always just put my own pictures and said funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and facial expressions, things like that. I just made them up and just now learned how to do the otherwise. My children taught me that.
0: Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> we we had squirreled off. We were That's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've opened so many topics to my little rampage there, my little rant. That was but, a rrr, rampage. Rrr, rampage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a hungry one.
0: Yeah, well, I think I am
1: hungry. Yeah, leftovers. So, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, a, gonna have
0: that's after this. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't eat leftovers. Pre, pre-show
1: no you did not
0: no but so i mean let's talk real then about you know the honesty right we know what family means right to people right we, sure. I'm, I'm, let's assume it does really mean that why don't we hold on to it what's wrong with february march right why, why don't some of us hold on to it and stay that connected if it means so much why why do we get lost
1: I think that's just in general, everybody does that. It's just, it's just like that feeling that you could even something more extreme, let it go away, which is like when 9-11 happened, that didn't last very long either. So it's not like something has to detrimental has to happen because even that it goes away. So I don't think we really, um, I can't say we don't have control over it, but the, when you really think about it, when other people have to perform as well, participate, I should say, Mm -hmm. It's not a sure thing. you can't guarantee that it's going to stay forever. Maybe it's just not as important to somebody else as it is to you,
0: yeah, well, I guess and for some then the boundary or that the marker, I should say, the marker of Christmas is here then it maybe they need the reminder, right? They need that, hey, stop for a fucking minute, you know, mm-hmm. but then we then we replace it with stop doing that for a minute and now do a bunch of this shit and forget about what you're really doing it for
1: <laughs> right, well, yeah, right, that's true. Not many people anymore, it seems like at all, really discuss the meaning of it in their own homes. Maybe they go visit a church, uh, yeah, for the, the third time the one, that year.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Easter. I don't know. Who, I don't do that, but you know, it, I do kind of go. Okay, well, it's, you do your thing. I mean, I won't judge you for whatever fits for you. Um, even once, maybe too much for myself. But, well,
1: you know, you still learn about that person, like we went with your memo.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll go with mom anywhere. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I may even watch a musical with my <laughs> That's <like> the worst <laughs> thing I do. But um, you know, I don't. Our, maybe we're, let's take a positive. Right? You're really good at the silver lining, right? I mean, it, do you think really the majority have kind of lost that meaning of it? The idea. I mean, I personally think so. I and the fact that we have to have a reminder for meaning anyway is what the fuck? I mean, and it's a corporate agenda. Look, I don't want to walk down the conspiratorial theories of the Christmas design, right? Just the the idea of it and how we are operating in it anyway.
1: I believe that um, a large majority of people crave that. That's why so many things are throwback. You don't ever hear throwback in a negative text context. I mean, you know, so like our little gift thing while we did for the kids to play with, we just bought a few throwback gifts just for everybody to play with, not for gifts for someone specifically, but like a conversation thing. And the reason we do that is because those are the, the, um, stereotype of when it was when it was better.
0: Mm. Yeah. Atari Simon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Etch a sketch. (laughs) Frogger. But I
1: mean, even in the, what you were referencing, the spirit of things, I think people, even though they don't practice it secretly kind of crave it.
0: I think that's a good point that inside they they really do want the connection. And I think sometimes an issue, though, with the boundaries like Christmas is it sets people up for this supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. So then when life happens, sometimes you're arguing with, you know, your your wife, your daughter, you know, whatever it is. You're arguing with your parents. Your brother doesn't get along with you. Whatever these things are, right? The the things we talk about at Thanksgiving table, right? Yeah. Christmas table. That, uh, you know, perhaps we really do, you know, crave that connection anyway, and that we, that we want to But when you place a border and then life happens and then, and then that, you know, storybook Christmas, the Christmas story doesn't happen for for that person or, or that family or that kid. There's this resentment, this I'm not connected. I don't belong to the group. I can't buy the present, right? I can't afford this. I'm not out. I don't, you know, I'm I'm speaking, you know, yeah. so I, I can't get in the Black Friday lines or whatever, not that I suggest you do. But the idea, right, you can't participate. Yeah. And when things or you, maybe a divorce happens, right? Somebody passes. Um, you know, when when these holidays happen, and be that Christmas or anywhere else. And then these things almost set this reminder boundary of what it was. Then you get the bah humbugs, right? The fuck Christmases people, right? You get that because of that experience.
1: Yeah, I think it's it, it's almost like to me comparable to how people become addicted to Facebook. They become addicted to that feeling, and then when they don't get it, It's, you know, um, they're depressed on their own, not to have family, not, you know what I mean? Like the ones that don't have to think about it until they're asked to work that shift because they don't have family at home. Can you work Christmas? I know you don't have anyone, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like for the longest time. Um, when I first got divorced, I was that girl that was sitting in the movie theater the whole day long. Mm, But I didn't, I wasn't, no, I was just being busy Yeah, uh, yeah, doing you because I didn't have to go to other family things. I just said, you guys go, this is your time with your dad. And I would go to, uh, the movies all day long. (laughs) That's me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's you vibrating there. So, well, you always vibrating to me. I always got vibes (laughs) coming from you. I was just like,
1: that's your fault. You're like,
0: uh, well, I think we do want the connection right I mean we can go as far as linking mental health and everything else to a lack of connection a lack of social connection the boundaries supposed to you know and so for me it's so maybe it's the double edged sword right for again forget all the conspirator creation of economy pushing keep you make you spend money uh linked to religion all this other stuff reminded I I'm I'm not walking down those roads if it's real meaning because if you tell me it's about Jesus then somebody's going to tell you Jesus w- was born in a different day and somebody's going to tell you Horace was like Jesus and then the three stars are really representing something and it really doesn't mean so I don't want to walk down all these things that I do yeah, know
1: that <laughs> I've learned more and it I sometimes wish I could unlearn
0: <laughs> yes me too there's times where our ignorance i do believe is bliss yeah and uh i mean i guess bliss is defined <laughs> that's <laughs> right. a loose there's
1: so many squirrels there <laughs> yeah it's a
0: loose definition um you know but i i do believe you know to go back circling back generally Whatever the meaning was supposed to be, like you said, is to the individual, I think. But I that's think. it has been clouded. You know, well, whether that original meaning is even real or not, right? Mm-hmm. If anything, the time has been tainted by the stuff, the activity that's supposed to be, right? The, the, the just perfect dinner, the just perfect present, the deal that you get, right? The, it, it has been. And I, I I will say that I mean, for some in their hearts and their houses and their homes and their spirit, I'm not speaking to that. That's your personal. That's the individual. Yeah. But in my personal, even before it gets to your home, you know, where you say it may be this still or that still, it still has to be filtered through the atmosphere of capitalism and materialism that has now engulfed this entire time hell it's fucking halloween and i'm looking at christmas shit on shelves you know what i mean it's insane
1: the sales the sales the sales to get the best gift for whoever
0: yeah Yeah. and so i do that i do think that right and perhaps that's we start to now associate the stressful times right the stress idea Mm -hmm. with it because of that atmosphere right? Because of the atmosphere we know that surrounds it, uh, all the people coming to stay with you, you got to book flights, you got to pack everybody, you're moving the dogs, you're the thing, right? It's just, it's like, it's, it is, it can be right. And so
1: I feel like anything that's labeled supposed to, or have to, isn't very fun.
0: Fucking yeah. yeah. And as a general speaker, sure. There's some that have to, that are great, right?
1: Or like, Oh, you have to, right. but I'm saying you have to, that's when, you know, you're just going to go, I don't want to anymore. You know, when you, even you yourself, when you set out the, those um, expectations of I have to do this on this day, something that was going to be fun for you, you go, great, now I have to do that. And it was fun before, but the second you threw the have to in there, just like the holidays, it's no longer fun where you go, oh, okay. You get that time to make the donuts feeling.
0: Uh, that's a good point. The have to. Yeah. Because when well, you hear people say it, right, it's like, well, you have to go see the in-laws, right? Yeah. You, you have to go see the grandma. Go
1: do your time.
0: Oh, that's the line, right? Yeah, we got to go do our time. Yeah. Go put in time, right? It's yeah. for reference in prison to or see Here,
1: I just have to go make a cameo real quick and then I'm back to where it's yeah. where I enjoy life.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's times it does that, right? And uh, that's why I did. I loved, uh, I, stu- I still want to circle back, right? We've, we've come back and hit one point, sure. but the further back point is how do we hold on to that? Yeah. Uh, which this may link because when you told me what you did with your kids for Christmas, I thought, yeah, man, that's a great idea. But then what I try to do, right, is then become the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, when my daughter was in middle school and they were talking about uh, uniforms, I was like, fuck, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, you know, you don't have to think about shit. I, you know, you can just go. Um, And, you know, obviously she's like, actually, she was like, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think about what to wear. She was cool with it. Right. But most of the kids were like, I remember when I was in school, like, oh, hell no, it's my individualism. Right. It was all, this, <laughs> you're screaming that. And
1: uh, I was screaming. No way am I putting those khaki pants
0: on. <laughs> right. And I'm going to scroll off now. Oh, it so. was my fault. <laughs> no, it's, Sorry. trust me, it's <laughs> my mind in the caffeine. Um, so... Oh yeah, you don't want it to happen, right? And yeah. then, so then I try to put myself in the kid situation. when hell no! They tried uniforms at West Orange High, and no, that didn't float no, well no, at all. Right. And it didn't go. They tried to bring it up, you know. Yeah. But by the time she was in middle school, it come back up, and they they implemented it. Mm-hmm. And I thought about the kids, and I was kind of. It's a great idea, right? It makes logical sense. It doesn't know school shopping. It's less materialistic, right? And I'm like, yeah, but they all. And I'm like, now you're making them all wear the same shit. You're like putting them in suits already, man. You're already brainwashing the fuck out of them. You know what I mean? But it's, but when the kid figures that, it's that feeling, right, mm-hmm. for what you did by transforming what it meant or what it was supposed to be, almost like you eliminated the atmosphere, which was cool.
1: Yeah, I, I don't regret it for the – I've probably mentioned it a couple times on different shows, but um, basically when I got a divorce – I didn't want to have to experience the, uh, well, your dad has you from this time to this time and blah, 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 you know, and let me drop you guys off here. And my kids were little too. And so I what didn't. did you
0: buy the kids when I get the kids? Can right?
1: you make sure you don't give them this gift? Because I already got that.
0: And let's face it, a lot of kids do know how to play that too. Oh Ki- yeah. Kids know how to play that. Um, hey, I'm divorced. That's two Christmases, mm. two birthdays, two presents. I'm telling you, they know how to play that shit.
1: Yep. And even on the guilty side of um, well, I think mom's going to get me this, so what are you going to get me?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 The comparison. Yeah, they're spending this much. So uh, <laughs> your turn.
1: Right. So for the first couple of years after the divorce, I just said, I would like to just give you guys memories, fond, fun memories as opposed to gifts, because you're not going to go, ooh, remember that sweet ass Xbox mom bought us at this year, you know? Instead, now they say, Remember when that girl threw up on blah 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 or when so and so fell? You know, just cool, funny stories that you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it was actually pretty funny when she threw up, <laughs> you know, because she was afraid on a ride so. Well
0: explain what you what you did.
1: Yeah. So I would um take them up north to the snow and have them put their phones away, things like that. We would spend the weekend together. No gifts, nothing like that, but we would just spend quality time together, and they were allowed to bring their friends if they wanted to. I would encourage it sometimes, especially if they're friends that are also going kind of through the same stuff um, and just didn't give gifts anymore. And so we've done that every year since the first couple of years they hated me, but now they really look forward to it. And um, I think they're probably going to carry certain things on like that with their own little family since they've started, since my kids are adults.
0: Yeah. I like that idea that, uh, you create an experience with them, um, eliminate the best you can. Cause let's, let's not get it twisted. R- renting a fucking cabin up in a place or Flagstaff or where you'd stay or what we're doing here in a week or so, this shit ain't cheap either. And I've done podcasts like crazy saying, look, they've sold you the experience, but trust me, the experience typically costs money if they're selling it to you, yeah. you know, so it still costs money, but Uh, I think what it initially begins to do is lift the veil of the materialism uh, where the and I look, I'd rather if I got to choose one lesser of two evils, if I got to choose the materialism of the stuff or the experience. Yeah, I would hope more people would would flock to the experience and spend the money on that. Yeah. And so that's you kind of eliminate that atmosphere of the gift exchange or the purchase or even the guilty feeling that people have when they can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? The person that's got to sit there at the fucking Christmas thing they're you know, they're the guests or the family or the mom, the single mom, the single dad, right. Or the young 21 year old, right. They're sitting there and you're watching these $400 gifts exchange type shit, you know, and, and yeah. imagine that. And you got to sit there and be like, man,
1: or what if like, what if you had new families? Obviously this is a whole different situation. Nothing to do with anyone. I know or anything, but what if you each had separate families and, the new spouse is just rolling in it. And how do you think that makes them feel when they're buying them everything they want because they want to buy that affection and they're looking at you like, what'd you get me?
0: Yeah. And the teenagers, look, they don't mean to, they're just teens, you know, for all you parents out there, man, you know, the, the last thing I do hate seeing, you know, is when it becomes this scolding thing, when Christmases are used as direct lessons, you know, and, and instead of, you know, you can bring solutions instead of direct lectures, and yours is like a solution. Mm-hmm. Hey, I believe, and rather than preach to them, it's not materialism. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, the 16 year old's like, Can I have a beach? or whatever the new jordan's right so they're still there anyway so you kind of said hey here's a solution and a change rather than teaching lectures on christmas eve or christmas day about stuff and poor people and other stuff and working hard for the money right you know allowing the children at least some kids at the time you know get to experience what that is just to be a fucking kid
1: well too i also didn't want to completely undermine the other parent you know, because that's what they're choosing to do. Because you don't want to say my way is the right way. It's sure. just my way. Yeah. So I didn't go into with them the lessons it was going to teach them. Yeah. I did it more like I have this really cool idea.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's the pitch, right? And the, the turn. I, and you create the experience. And, you know, you you... In a way, by doing something like that or something different, uh, like I said before, eliminate the capitalistic, you know, approach, the guilt feeling, uh, what you can or can't do, the comparisons. I mean, there's a a lot there um, by making simple solutions and changes, you know, uh, rather than, you know perpetuate and I look I I'll, I'll be honest I posted a video on uh cognitive rampage uh facebook uh a while ago about Neil deGrasse Tyson explaining how they don't encourage Santa Claus or the tooth fairy uh and he goes on to explain it very shortly that um the money would show up and the child would ask and they would like I, I don't know so they would make them test it and so the the group of his uh girl and girlfriends uh, their their daughters uh Uh, friends would say, Hey, let's do an experiment. Some next person loses a tooth, right? Don't tell anybody, put under your pillow. (laughs) So they're doing experiments and they figure out, Hey, we think you will guys at the tooth fair. Now for me, that lesson means way more than some magic flying fucker putting money under a a table. right? Right. So, and I thought about that, right. With Christmas. And then I started, here's your initial response as a parent. It's like, oh, no, don't take that from them. You know, I had that. And that's their tradition, right? Because let's face it, Christmas is a lot of tradition and passed down. And we want to give that to them, right? And But to me, that links to my old rampages when I used to say, look, if you're trying to make your kid better than you, like you say, but you raise them just like you were and you expect (laughs) different results, that makes you fucking insane. You know, so is it because what you do by taking him there, Santa ain't dropping shit off.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Saying a damn train, picking you up.
1: Setting them up for disappointment. <laughs> right,
0: right. And so you, there's an explanation there. But if the kid is from the beginning, the explanation of this fantasy of be good all day, it's like a form of control religion almost. You're telling the three year old you get stuff at the end of the year if you're good. It's creepy.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, and my, my mom used to tell the story that uh, when I first learned about the Easter Bunny, I, I was quite disturbed. <laughs> and I had a question, and my serious question was exactly how big. Is this Easter? Yeah.
1: I remember skinning rabbits. Is this going to be similar?
0: Well, I would say traps and shit. I was putting up the pots and pans and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I did a couple of times trying to catch Santa too. I was trying to catch him. And one time I caught him when I was on the eye behind the corner of the couch. So, By creating new experiences, by creating new behavior experiences when this happens, you know, in your home, in the proximity, and even the friend that you allow your son or daughter to bring at the time, that stretches and they get older and that change, right? I mean, eventually the bubble bursts. Eventually you do stop doing so many Christmases. Like you said, the exchanges, whose house, what'd you get? Where are we going?
1: You know? This being our first Christmas, it really was a, a relief for me not to go, What what do I get, Adam? You know you know what I mean? Especially if we're kind of next to each other a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and yeah. so when we came up with this idea, um, it was instant relief and excitement.
0: It is. Once you can get by the initial concrete belief, once this is the first year I've never done a Christmas tree, I didn't put up a fucking light, I didn't put up a tree there and a candy cane in my motherfucking house. <laughs> I hate candy <laughs> cane, <laughs> they're gross. And so it was difficult. So, her, yeah so many years of just doing the behavior
1: mm-hmm. right
0: that you do the behavior run the maze yeah. get the cheese run the ma- and that i'm going here and i was like like you said it was the first time I was like i have to and i was like why the fuck no i don't because in my book i'm like i said have yeah. to that's irrational mm-hmm. and we sat there and kind of walked through the guilty feeling and what if i don't i'm not participating i don't do the thing and i'm like we why don't we just pay let's go somewhere you and i and go do something rather yeah. than exchange gifts right you're like hell yeah thank you yeah. you know that sparked an idea from your what you were doing already with your kids and i could once you it's hard yeah i promise y'all motherfuckers if you're listening it's hard to get by that initial
1: you can't do that yeah you or they're gonna say they're okay with that and then three months later she's gonna cry and go you didn't give me anything for christmas you fucking asshole you don't even yes. love me
0: fucking killer point that's on, it. you know they will too
1: i'm gonna tell you on my birthday yeah i will say that but nothing else <laughs> no other holiday nothing
0: <laughs> okay duly noted
1: that's when you're supposed to feel like you did you did no, awesome you, you took did me to the oh that
0: was fun but yeah. you just communicated see when you do that people when you, that's direct communicate when it's my birthday don't fuck around just, yeah. right I'm, i draw the line here right yeah. so i'm like okay teaching her how to treat, teaching me how to treat her. (laughs) Write that shit down. You know, what'd you say just before that though? It was funny.
1: Oh, that's probably everything I say.
0: Ah, it is.
1: (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Like that wasn't. (laughs) I don't remember.
0: No, we were talking about Lake Havasu, but that was your birthday experience. Yeah,
1: and gifts and the pressure that it took off of us with your idea actually of where you wanted to.
0: But I copped that from what you were doing with your kids already.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited though. I, I was, it was Way more than I was expecting.
0: Yeah, but it makes it, f- I'm looking forward to the experience next weekend when you're going to yeah. go on your first hunt.
1: That I'm going to do. It's so weird to even say it out loud because Isn't I don't, I, you know, yeah. I've been on a turkey hunt before, but I've never been on something that can look at me and <laughs> and really make me feel like, all right, this is between you and I. <laughs> but yeah. it'll be a cool experience to um, see them, you know, Pack it all up for me so I can go home and say, look what I put in the freezer. (laughs) That's
0: it. That's it. That, uh, at the Lowry house, it'll be, uh, the woman that filled the freezer. I love it.
1: I'm really, I'm really excited, but scared also. I'm, I'm going, I hope this doesn't become something on the news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I, I heard a long time ago, um, that the best first date in comparison to say dinner and a movie, uh, is going to ride a roller coaster because in our physiology, when our adrenaline, pumps and peaks like that, and you're with someone, uh, I've also done a podcast that uh, we actually connect in fear and
1: mm-hmm. we call
0: it love. Yeah. And when we share fears, we say, Oh, you're scared of that too. Me too. I'm scared of that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I love you. <laughs> right. We connect in those fears and so to then go on an adventurous first date like a roller coaster not your typical sounding romantic bullshit that's cliche yeah, no. and right new additions plan you know what I mean and no yeah. you don't want that's later but that that first date right you the roller coaster or something like that where the heart rate is pumping you can connect with somebody like that because there's a fear do you do you and you can make sure and you can see if there really is a connection because do you feel safe when oh, you're doing that's it that's the
1: biggest thing yeah if right. i feel like i need to look around make sure my man's okay <laughs> I actually broke up with some guy cuz he Ordered bubblegum ice cream and didn't think it was funny. I t- was teasing him and he just got crazy. And I was like, you know, there's no sense of humor here. I got to go.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah. It was, it was that detrimental to me to recognize you can't laugh at something that small. We have no connection.
0: Well, I well I get that for the way that we met, and we'll tell that story another <laughs> time on this podcast. Yeah. But maybe uh, for those listening that stick with us on the uh, he said she said, you'll hear the story of how we met. And you'll connect why I think that's funny to sure. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, the experience—you know—turning away from the idea of the must-buy, must-go, and. No, that's right. I was talking about that initial feeling, trying to get over. I remember sitting on the back there on the back porch and I'm.
1: Like you felt guilty. Yeah.
0: You feel this guilt feeling of like, I can't, I'm just being lazy. Right. I'm not right. You have the feeling of, I can't do that. it's you, you, once you can get through that and you can get through, well, why do I feel that way? Why? Who told me that this is that once you get through that, man, that's when you mentioned that weight fell off this.
1: Oh. You know what though?
0: And by the way, it's psychotic to take a perfectly good tree and cut it down and put it inside <laughs> your house and take perfectly, perfectly good lights and put them outside on your house. <laughs> it's, that's something a person mentally ill typically would do, but it's all okay. Because remember, a delusion is only a delusion if the majority doesn't see it.
1: <laughs> that voice. Um, so, you know how you were saying that about the guilty feeling or whatever. I experienced... Yeah. How was that um, for you?
0: Like, because w- did you do the Christmas tree and stuff still, even though you, you would go like to a cabin or do the experience too?
1: We would sometimes take a little mini tree and put it up in the hotel room. Like
0: a Charlie Brown tree? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And
1: we would put lead, like, when I ended up having a grandchild and stuff, then we brought the little mini one and let just the grandbabies have a gift. Um, just one time though, because they're little. See?
0: One time though, just see, it's still there, right? That's that concrete. How was it kind of uh, Well, for you? I meant
1: one time because they're little. So I've only had one year of Christmas, (laughs) not just one time. That's their, that's what I mean by it's their choice.
0: Did you hear them out there go, oh, just (laughs) one Christmas for the grand? right but see that's what i talk about those concrete beliefs if your first response to whatever we're saying here about forget the christmas tree forget the presents go have an experience instead and pass down that uh, if your first response to that is oh you can't do that no If, (laughs) if this is your response to that because of tradition in the past then i would urge you that's where you start to question why do i feel that and man You know, it was like kind of when I became a sort of minimalist and all those old chunky stuff that I would cover, cover, uh, carry around with me every time I went, it's eliminating a little bit of that. I think
1: you probably experienced that a little bit when you had to sit back there and go, I have to
0: throw yeah yeah it's like that so when when it was like throwing away the idea of i have to put up lights i have to do i have to continue to create an experience why i don't know because my dad did their dad did and we're supposed to do that they tell us we do it if i don't do it we're weird the neighbors do it they'll think my kid's weird right it's like not letting my kid have an iphone or watch tv they'll be weird right that, so it's the same idea if i just do what the monkeys around me do and i continue to perpetuate that bullshit
1: you know what would be fun is if Christmas time, we put up all of our Halloween decorations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because think about it. Everything goes on clearance the day after. So if you're really freaking smart, you go buy all your crap, and then you put that up on the next holiday. Well, and you've got like this baller house, <laughs> and you bought it 25%. That's,
0: well, that's what you do if you got the money for fashion, if you're into that, right? Is yeah. You buy your winter clothes in the summer, your summer right. in the winter, right? If you want and the new fashion. Right. So I love that. Well, we buy all the Halloween shit on November 1st <laughs> yeah. and put that up. And yeah. so I've, I don't really do decorations for Thanksgiving. Right. So we can do Easter. You do Easter. So Easter, we put up the Christmas lights. It's still kind of close. Yeah. When he was born, when it's he was... It's what
1: born. we decide is the, the key thing.
0: Well, I think we The have-to is gone. We'll come up with our own fucking holiday. We'll just mm-hmm. name it something and you have to do this or that, right? You have yeah. to just, That's when you put toilet paper in your tree and you do odd things out front, mm-hmm. right? We you, could
1: call that a shitty day.
0: <laughs> you have to eat spaghetti and, you know, something, link it. Just fucking create one, you know? Yeah,
1: that was, it was shitty because of the toilet paper. I got you. Okay. So it wasn't funny? I see, funny. You, I see no. what you did there. <laughs> okay.
0: Let's just keep going.
1: All right. Well, I wanted to address what I was going to say as far as... um something else that I also picked up or learned while you were out there doing that. I also, it was hard for me too when I went to other people's homes, not to be the one picking up, cleaning up, organizing, being in control. So I was, I was sitting outside on the back porch with you, sweating. My hands were no like, sure. <laughs> your- yeah. And then when, it, sorry, <laughs> then when I went to go pick up and clean up after, you know, the the gifts and stuff, and you kind of whispered in my ear, it's okay. Your kids aren't all here. You don't have to be that one anymore. Yeah. That was, um, actually quite relieving not to feel that pressure of performance of being that, um, woman that takes care of everything, cleans up, does it on her, on, you know, so make sure everybody's okay. Those were quotes, was,
0: by the way, people listening on the podcast. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was, it was really hard for me. Yeah.
0: I, well, it is I fun. think. Yeah. I, well, those people exist too. We're kind of covering them, right? All the people that whether you're that person, or I'm that person yeah. is, uh, you know, the one that can't just chill. It's not even your house and you're cleaning it, not you. Right. It's, yeah. Remember I have invented this word here. People you hear it. Now I've put this in space before on the internet. Adam Lowry has invented this word. Now when you hear it again, you're going to know now, I've been using this word for about three, four years now and I've created this word. Everyone knows how annoying it is to try to talk to someone and tell the story, and you have to use the word you, but then you have to clarify the person you're talking to, well, is not you.
1: You don't want to
0: say thank you. Right, and you know, know, this one person, you know, and then you go and do the thing, well, not you, but you know what I mean, you know. So, I invented a word, people. The word is now GU. It is the general you. So, if I'm speaking, you say, well, then GU does this, right?
1: G-U.
0: Not G-U in it, no.
1: Okay. (laughs) I stopped. Yeah. You.
0: yeah, yeah, it was good. I thought you were going to like do the yep. whole thing. I it's like, to what I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So, you know, the GU person, you're there and you just start cleaning the house, right? It's not even your house, right? And you're feeling the need, or you start kind of um, enforcing how it should be, or you're picking this up or that. Then you make the person who actually lives in the house nervous, right? Then they're like, hey, what? With great I,
1: intentions. Yeah. But
0: I, thank you for cleaning, but now I have to clean because you're cleaning. Yeah. Right. And then but the original could be good intentions too, right? Yeah. So they're the people that don't just fucking relax, right? And sometimes you can't. Right. You know, when you're there and you're hanging out, you're chasing the kid around. You're watching him not fall down the stairs or choke on the new Lego, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, even like uh, I was trying to just allow Dylan to be an adult. And he wanted more gravy. And you know, sometimes there's a time if it's right there, you go, here you go, honey. And you're just being the sweet mom. Yeah. But I was literally just trying to do a little bit of something and say, yeah, it's over there. Just to give him some independence, right? Like, it's over there. Then, of course, the nice mother, she came over and gave it to him. And I was looking at her like, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do that. But, you know, that's when it's a good thing because that's what they're supposed to do. So when do you Close go back again. to the supposed to?
0: Yeah. When, when do you? Yeah. Uh, I think. It's hard, right? Because there's, there's love, I think, in tradition, right? The remember when the repeated thing that we do the uh, cycle of the tradition, I think there's importance there. Um, Sure. But I don't know, I think creating your own sometimes. Or trying, the stress may come from trying to hold on to a tradition and thinking that some detrimental fucking thing in your family chain is going to erupt and be gone forever if you don't keep the family Christmas Eve dinner going, right? And yeah. we enforce, we bring on those stresses, we adapt those through to, through traditions, rather than I think maybe... You know, as we evolve, as life evolves, as the holidays evolve, right? Then I think we have to, you know, you began evolving with the holidays and we have to evolve who we are, what we think about, or, um, even how we act during it. And, and, and not so we invite the stress. I think, you know, I don't think Christmas has to be stressful. I think we invite it as if it's a supposed to be air quote stress.
1: Yeah. You always kind of run back into, you have to yourself decide, What's the most important to you and take with what comes with it? Because there are some people that are going to say, screw that idea. I don't have anyone that I want to hang out with for two freaking days for the holiday. (laughs) I'll come in, show my freaking presence, give it to you guys so I don't have to deal with your drama and be able to say, oh, I showed up. I gave you your gift. And the idea of spending one freaking day with all those same people, I could choke myself out, right? So with those, what do those people do?
0: Yeah, sometimes though, you want to look at them and go, then why the fuck do you do it?
1: Yeah, like just do nothing then. Yeah,
0: if you, <laughs> I, I can't stand it, that if you're doing the Christmas thing, then it's fake. And if you're going to bitch about it the whole time you're doing it, mm-hmm. well, then you're the fucking idiot because you don't even know why you're doing it. Yeah. And even if you do, then why do you keep doing it? Find a solution, find a different way around it. If you're just the, it's like being the monkey in line, following every monkey, hitting yourself on the head for doing that instead of just going, oh, I don't have to go that way. I don't want to. Yeah. And it's, it's I, again, it, there's so many avenues of the holidays to walk down, right? Uh, again, I, there's parts of me that wants to get pulled to the conspirator <laughs> thing and be like, right, if you only fucking, yeah. right? but I'm not that guy you want at Christmas party, right? <laughs> if you start talking that, right? So we try to participate and connect. And like I said, if you're going to participate in it, then do that. But you don't have to follow suit, I think. You don't have to invite the stress in. And it doesn't have to fucking be the 25th. You know what I mean? What's wrong with the 27th? You know what I mean? It doesn't, yeah. th- th- we don't have to enforce these things. And I think, like you said, the have to's, the supposed to's. Wouldn't regimental. it be
1: kind of cool with work? If you could say, I choose Christmas to be April 24th and I'd like the weekend. So you get your paid weekend off because so many people go, "Why well, I do that because those are the only days I can have consecutive days off of work. Right. So if you can go to your employer and go for this year my Christmas holiday, these are the days that I'd like them to be so that you can, you know, prepare whatever, not have to worry about. Wouldn't that be great if you could um, have that option in the workplace?
0: Yeah. Move your holiday. Yeah. Well, you can, if that's your religion, right? Where, then you can, but where, then you got go to go through this whole,
1: I mean, move the holiday where I still get honored of the same double pay, hmm. the holiday hmm. pay. Yeah. So can I move my holiday to this day. Or if I, I work, I, I get double, I get yeah. overtime
0: and holiday pay and I'll still work the April time. Well, no, we can't do that.
1: Or vice versa, where I'm off and I'm just getting holiday pay. You know, some yeah. works do that. So I don't, I think that would be a really cool change.
0: That's the other yeah, supposed to. the The person that's sitting at work, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you know, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And they don't get to participate, if you will, in the thing that a lot of people are doing. And then they have this story now to tell that you hear them, oh, no, I work every Christmas Eve, you know, oh, we don't do Christmas Eve, you know, we do, you know, so again, it creates a detrimental response to this social construct of what it's supposed to be, or I think we're even doing that too. I think we're enforcing that too, of what it's supposed to mean.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was just thinking about how many times that situation comes up in everybody's life, like of the supposed to's. Yeah, like almost probably ten times a day.
0: Well, they'll fucking run you, man. They'll they'll run you. I'm supposed to do this because I'm the. It follows by a label. I'm I'm supposed to do this because I'm the father. I'm supposed to do this because we are a family. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to do this because this. Is, that's why that becomes the first hand. That's why I wrote in the book that you got to go. We can all answer that first one with the rationale bullshit, right? That, that Manchurian response of, well, why do you do this? Well, because it's Christmas time. I'm the father and this is what we do. Yes. Okay. Well, why do you do that? Well, because my father did it. We passed down tradition. The kids love it. They have a great time.
1: because mm-hmm. you buy them a bunch of shit? Yeah. It's right. great opening
0: those gifts. Right. Could you keep, right, right. And now mind you, let's get a twist. Not a twist. Most of them, you see the presents get open, tear it up. Toys get open, pew, kids are gone, ghosts. Yeah. They're, they're playing with the stuff. And really, I'm starting to think, you're just buying the kids off. You're just buying your time. You're buying them shit to send them off in a room for a day or two so you can sit back here and drink eggnog and vodka and talk shit for two fucking days. I yeah. think I'm catching this on to this
1: probably shit. keep them really busy for a couple days.
0: Right. And I'm like, I think adults are just buying time. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing.
1: I'll tell you what, the other night when we just sat in the living room and played that game with Dylan. That was so much fun, was fun, you know. It I was thought
0: instantly of your impressions. So. Oh,
1: yeah! I, I get a little out of control, but I hilarious. didn't expect to. That's hilarious. It, it was it was really fun, but it's just the small things, the communication. Yeah, you know? I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle it together. Also, with this the kids from separate families going on this thing. I've never done that before.
0: That's another book to open another alley to walk down. This was a Christmas of quite fucking loved it. It was so interesting from a stamp, from my, you know, observatory scientific Mm -hmm. point, right. I'm an observer is what some blended family. This was is, at, at Christmas Eve, even, and then even, you know, down, down South on the, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, if we look at, we had my daughter, Morgan was with us. Who's mm-hmm. adopted. Right. I adopted her. So she's not my blood daughter, but she is my blood. Daughter. I fucking yeah. hate saying that. It's I my know. fucking, Don't, wait, I'm not, but I'm just for blended yeah. family purposes. Sure. I'm stating that, um, she's with us and you're with me. We're not married. Your son is here right. from uh, a different, uh, person. that's at best (laughs) at best for kindness i'll keep it at that right that stays between us though Mm -hmm. so and then my brother right his Mm -hmm. two daughters that are there then my mom her boyfriend jack who's connected and then jack's first wife's Son that he oh, had, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. right? So, and then all in what? Then my grandmother and Grace. So you're looking at all she these. brought a
1: friend, right? Yeah. And
0: a friend. So you're looking at these blended families more and more and more these days. And it's not this, but yet we try to hold on to these traditional families. But yet, if you looked at our Christmas, you know, here uh, it would be Dylan Morgan, me, you, yeah. and you're like, okay, it's 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 different these days. Yeah, when
1: you really look at where we all came from, how did they end up together in this house this year? Right this person lived here. This is was so-and-so's daughter. This was so-and-so's son, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how people come together.
0: That's a, that's, I think another beautiful part, right? Of the double-edged sword, mm-hmm. sword of the holidays, right? Is, yeah. is that the, some beautiful things that do happen, you know, where people do uh, blend families and blend
1: experience. It was super cool for me to, um, to, when I saw Dylan and said, this is where we're going just to go, we're going to go see my family. That's how I felt, you know, like it is. because normally I didn't do that. So it would you know, not that I didn't feel like I had family, but I just um usually when I would go see my family, like my brothers that I still talk to, Josh and, we and Max. Put in time. <laughs> No. Okay. No, with them I actually had oh, a all great right,
0: Josh time. and Max. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So we'd go see them for holidays sometimes and stuff like that. But when it comes down to uh, you know, you showing up, feeling like you're at a family, get together. Yeah, it's been a minute since i've actually experienced that on the reel.
0: yeah it's funny that not until parents divorced separated 20 fucking years later do i kind of go oh this is what i was supposed to be like when <laughs> i was a kid oh this is cool you yeah. know what i mean you're like sometimes yeah. i'm sitting in the, like the one in christmas down with my father my first christmas back with him and i like, i don't know and sitting there kind of going this is great isn't it that's a great christmas it fucking been nice to do you know yeah. what i mean not it's not about the present of the thing but the way the experience was the way yeah. the environment was the vibrations the intensity the, with that right and but to watch scarlet seneca enjoy the act of slick man that gets you right so from that aspect that feeling that i just spoke about right watching mm-hmm. them do the thing the moment Again, which I've also talked about and said parents create, which in the kid head, the kid is not sitting over there going, oh, father's over there, it's Christmas, and I'm here. They're like, give me that toy. I'm fucking hungry. You know, <laughs>
1: Where's the milk and cookies, grandma? Yeah,
0: right. And the, meanwhile, the parents over there, they're blinking their eyes like, oh, yeah. look at them. So that feeling that I even just spoke about, that how do you right get beyond that to create the new tradition to try to eliminate that atmosphere of the materialistic pressure of stressness?
1: you know what your, you talked to your brother about that same thing as far as experience and he was pretty sold on that as well, you know? So at least it gives topic for people to communicate what they think, ideas, things like that. Mm -hmm. I felt like yesterday, I, the greatest thing that I recognized because you can't have these expectations that everybody's going to be exactly how you want them to be. Right. Or we're not going to be exactly how someone else wants us to be. What I did recognize was valid effort from every single person in each home i felt mm. like sure we'd all trip up on our own bullcrap <laughs> you know me wanting to do de- clean you know what i mean me wanting to uh make sure dylan's okay when he's 18 you know you kind of go lay off at me he's 18 yeah. um from those things to just lessons that they learn trying to over
0: organize like- we leave at 10 30 if we get out at nine right i'm in the back room planning the drive from here the timing and then
1: yeah, but you do that, and then you go chill.
0: Yeah, I, well, once I got You're a point, yeah. Once I got a plan, I'm like, just chill. I got it all yeah. figured out. I'll tell you when we got 15 minutes to listen. Now I'm texting you.
1: Yeah, I'm like, where we go?
0: Right. Now, I wonder how many people were communicating via text at the giant family party. Right? <laughs> they're not oh, talking, I'm sure. but they're yeah. like, oh my god, what is Aunt Carol wearing? The
1: funnier thing is when people aren't smart to turn their beeper off, and you have beeper? someone te- whatever beeper. They have somebody text you it. You said beeper. The noise, oh. the sound. I didn't mean beeper wow. like uh, I have a drug deal. Beeper. I just meant beeper. the noise.
0: That's a good throwback. <laughs> I got a beeper for Christmas, one year. Yeah. A beeper. And then I realized it was just so they could find me anytime. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I wanted to get my own tracking device for Christmas. Right. <laughs> my parents are like, sure.
1: Uh, there's so many ways to do that nowadays anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now you have a microchipping baby.
1: Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that. I've heard the thing where they scan or whatever
0: whatever it is it sounds like
1: microchipping babies
0: it's that's more fearful anyway yeah
1: (laughs) that it could happen
0: by the way if you'd like to add to the he said she said show feel free to call in 305-741-4235 again 305-741-4235 call in have your comment ready though and have your question if you have one or something to add to the chat uh throw a little uh fuel on the fire, if you will, to keep it going. If there's something you wanted to share about your experience or even just your takeaway about the holidays or Christmas or uh, anything like that.
1: Kind of like, I'd like to hear sometimes uh, like maybe what their fear was of going to the new place of, you know, like for wherever they're going, what was the one thing that they were going I don't want to experience that or, you know, I mean, what was the main drive of well, why you the didn't fear want
0: to? Do, okay. So like a fear or didn't want to?
1: Yeah, I shouldn't, I should say, what was the main drive or the main thing that you did not want to do? that mm. you had to
0: do and did you do it anyway right. that's what yeah. I'd ask is what's the one thing you, you didn't want to do because well, what we've been talking about is that's when it hit me right The circle all the way back to the beginning when I was at the front pondering that when what you said I have to hit me and then I went through the concrete beliefs and smashed them all mm-hmm. down went through and then went wait, wait what and put it down and relax you know the have to once I dropped that that freedom it was like holy yeah you're like whoa I didn't die and (laughs) there's no Christmas tree in my house I love it all right I didn't nothing took me in the middle of the night I'm okay and so when you didn't participate and you get through that so I love what you said was what is what you did as something you did this holiday or do every holiday maybe that you feel you have to or supposed to that you don't really want to do because if you do what I'd like to do is if you call in and tell us what that is I'd like to see if Patricia and I could come up with a solution yeah. to help you get out of having to repeat what you don't want to do every year and help you come up with something you want to do.
1: Or we could even just give you the cynic version or the optimistic <laughs> version.
0: You're fucked, buddy. Yeah, you,
1: you are so right. Why would you even go to those bitches' places? <laughs> <laughs> I going
0: not tell you the but truth. No, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, tell him he's an alcoholic. Damn. And all right, if you're the person, since we were talking about people that come to the holidays, sure. if you're <laughs> the person, that eat your face full. And then about seven minutes after they've set dinner plates on the ground or on the plate, I mean, on the table. If you are snoring on the couch there and it is not your home, (laughs) you're an asshole and you're not old. That's allowed. Or yeah, if you're over a certain age, it's okay. You can pass out. Hell, sleep at the dinner table. Don't give a shit. But if you're the person that eats up all like crazy or even a little, and then you go sit on the couch and you snore off within seven minutes Event You fall asleep an hour or two later. You're catching a little like turkey nap. Yeah. You're good. But if you're like you ate, you roll over and you're snoring while I'm still eating my cranberry shit. You're an asshole. <laughs> like, Those
1: people exist. It's insane. Get the fuck up. Or when they take up more space than they should on couch when there's people <laughs> standing around. Yeah, people standing They're like chill, you know, like, Oh, I just had all this meat, you know, and <laughs> Yeah. That's when I uh, start building something on your face. Oh my gosh. You know, like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I built on Karma's face one time with a sandwich while she was sleeping.
0: <laughs> Did you hear that I, her she actually got Crohn's disease? She's been oh. <laughs> In the background, you're all like trying you're to have like a who's real-
1: watching Star Wars? Jesus, man, yeah.
0: If you're that, quit that,
1: man. <laughs>
0: get up. And you know, look, don't. And what other person do we have at the Christmas party, right? What other do we have?
1: Uh, well, there's the ones that think the party starts when they get there.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's we, true. we might
1: be those. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just the mental thing, you know, where you go, yeah, let's have a party. But I'm actually referencing more so where. Um,
0: I can give people a social experiment that they can try to see if they really are the life of the party, or if you just imagine so.
1: Oh, yeah, let's hear it. What I'd
0: like you to do the next party or holiday place that you're at, maybe it's New Year's, right? And if you think you are the life of the party, what I'd like you to do is walk into the largest collection of the human beings that are sitting there talking or having a time. Walk into that and just blend into the conversation and I'll be a part of that for a little bit. Give it at least 15 minutes. And if the majority of that group has managed to find another place to stand and they've slowly bailed out one plane at a time, one to the bathroom, one to the juice bowl, one to check on their kid and one who, well, misplaced their keys. If next thing you know, that group of six has dwindled to, well, you and another, and that person's in a wheelchair, uh, you are not the life of the party.
1: Yes, but they probably could have just rolled away if they chose. Well,
0: you can test. And then also you can... Then if you are in that group and 15 minutes later, two or three more have joined, then what you bravely need to do is exit the conversation, but stand closely nearby and strike up another conversation with someone else and see if you can get the group of 16 that you just gathered over there to then turn around and gather with you over there. If you've done that, you may be the life of the party.
1: And um, I would say I would not doubt that on you that you are no
0: most people walk away
1: (laughs) (laughs) it it starts there and then they don't go back yeah
0: they go oh that's interesting he's gone too far
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's funny
0: (laughs) they do they go oh Oh,
1: don't say that i didn't say that when you were talking
0: no you're the only one left after everyone leaves that's how i know
1: (laughs) i'm like this going and then what happened i'm
0: like (laughs) you know what that's made out of really don't you (laughs) you know that plastic is destroying our oceans and we perpetuate that with this christmas gift of giving away more plastic and then people walk away and you're going yeah
1: you're selling yourself short and i'll tell you why it's fun you're one of the very few that after you go on your 20 30 minute discussion (laughs) you actually look at the other person and say what do you think yeah. What's your opinion? Okay,
0: okay, that person. How do you feel? We have that person now you brought up at the Christmas party. The the one that has the story after the story after the story that either never finishes the one fucking story they started. It takes them 38 fucking minutes to tell a two-minute story. Or they tell it every year and they come back again and they have them none. Really?
1: When did that happen? Well, they're
0: so quick where they end the punchline and then they've already taken the breath in to let you know more is coming. And then they go, <laughs> but last year, and then there's the next story, the next story. And then you don't have the audacity to A, shut the fuck up and then B, ask somebody else. Mm-hmm. What about your experience? What about yours? The ones yeah. that really don't converse, they simply are just reciting.
1: You know, that's um a fun, that sounds so silly, but that's a fun game I play. <laughs> Um, I will actually, um, in an odd time, ask them a question that requires thought. Just, just catch them to off, see go. if they're actually in the conversation.
0: Yes. Back to my story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean literally to where even if they're telling a story, they're the type of person that probably doesn't expect someone to say, oh, and how did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, to where when you see that look on their face of surprise that someone's engaging with them and wanting a response – it's it's worth a million bucks because they feel like someone is listening.
0: My favorite person at the, I got to stop doing that thing when I do, I notice someone else in the podcast is weird. No people are going to hear it every time I do
1: it. <laughs> I know what you're yeah. doing. Oh, i sorry. Right Now I'm going
0: to. So is the memos, the mm-hmm. grandmas, maybe it's the grandfathers, but in my world, it's the memos that are, uh, they have this perma smile and if you walk up, it's come here. It's it's the yeah. huggy person, not the person, the grandmas, okay? If you're the drunk mirror person hugging everybody, don't <laughs> don't fucking touch me. <laughs> Actually, I'll hug you. But um, but the grand, it's the lovey grandma, right? Sometimes I don't know, I, I watch old people. I listen to them and I watch them because they're at the end of life, right? And maybe what they're focusing on is something that really is important, right? Maybe that's a tell. Yeah. You know, and I would see Memma just eyes lit up. And I noticed that Scarlett, Scarlet, my brother's youngest daughter, how mm-hmm. old is she now?
1: I think she's, what, 11?
0: No, not Seneca. Oh,
1: S- oh Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know the age. Um, she's
0: three.
1: three. Three? I thought nah, so. Yeah, she'd be talking.
0: Two? Yeah, she's younger. So either way, she's not quite, she talks, but not quite. She <laughs> talks well when she does the word or two, right? But I found it funny that with her little wingsuit on all mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, she stood next to Memo
1: mm-hmm.
0: all night. Yeah, and was talking to Memo. Was looking at Memo like, like trying to speak straight yeah. sentences. There's
1: some serious communication yeah. going on.
0: And mm-hmm. Memo's just like, uh huh, yeah. yeah. And they talk right. And I find it weird at the beginning of life and the end of life vibe like that, right? Like there's something important.
1: I think it's they don't have any feelings of threat.
0: Mm. Yeah. Neither one of them, or it's they're in the fucking moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right about the kid. Right that kid. Once that once Scarlet put on those wings give a fuck about any other present she had a magic wand and wings and a purple tutu
1: her posture got some crazy success right there she just sat up straight puts her little feet together and (laughs) she's like talking and very you know, she's accentuating each word and
0: slapping everyone with a wand
1: what was it poofed yeah you're poofed
0: wishy poof wishy poof or some shit (laughs) like that
1: (laughs) i don't know it was adorable it was was probably you know maybe one of their gifts that they were just going to throw in there you know and then they put you put so much thought into something and then once she puts that little tutu on you're like well there goes all the other gifts
0: (laughs) yeah she's off and i think that would reference my second favorite person at the party would be the child that's that young that Mm -hmm. really just the wings the box the wrapping paper and that's cool and they're just in that now right there because when i watch that i feel like i'm watching the now you know I like Mm -hmm. i'm going damn i want to be like that you know
1: What about another thing? Let's see. Let's have people take um, advantage of to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Are you that man or woman that people are avoiding at the party because you're so stressed out? Uh, Look at how many people do a quick um, visit with you that is so, you know, like texty, book texty, you know not any depth to it
0: hi how are Our, you doing the weather's yeah. been great have you seen this movie yes that series they, is great
1: and then they leave you <laughs> and you are looking stressed out maybe you should not be so stressed out
0: yeah it's hard man like we said like it's easy to write we can seriously not be stressed out add five kids to this mix the rotation right which is why i thought your solution was ingenious right it's a one-time move and then home right And <laughs> yeah. it's move everybody once and all and you know it's I know people enjoy it, and I know there's those out there that don't stress out, right? That that, And perhaps maybe it's the rich or maybe it's the poor. Maybe it's the ones that have accepted I can't buy anything, but at least we can eat this turkey today, right? Yeah. And maybe it's the rich that they can afford everything, they buy it. But then again, that looks stressful to me because now you have to check off every little thing you're supposed to do on the list because you can buy everything. And now you're supposed to buy everything for everyone. So that, too, gets stressful, too, right? They want the rich uncle to buy them the thing, right? So you get stressed out on the same end and a different end
1: think of them the amount of times people say what do you buy someone that has everything
0: yeah yeah right nothing
1: you buy them nothing fucking nothing you talk to them
0: yeah i'm here (laughs) right am i not gift enough right
1: (laughs) quintan is in
0: actually you are not (laughs) given frankly you have to bring anything to get in you need a present for cover
1: (laughs) So, do you feel relieved that that part is over, or did you feel like it was more so a, a success in a relief that way?
0: Good question, right? For those in the holiday, right? Yeah. Are you the sitting here deal. going, "It's over. We made yeah. it through it." Right? Mm-hmm. And if it's so fucking nice, why are we saying that at the fucking end of it? Right? I've I've never had sex with you, and at the end, I went, "Thank God that's over." <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that, right? Yeah. So, I. I fuck i enjoy that so if this is christmas and i'm at the end of it going fuck i'm glad that's
1: over i'm
0: gonna ask you
1: should change something right um, why the fuck am i gonna do that again next year break up that's
0: tradition (laughs) It's, it's like being in a
1: shitty relationship.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's tradition to stress ourselves out every day and make sure everything is perfect for a day, even though we know perfection is not real. And we're going to enforce that on you, on you, on you, on you. And doesn't the home look beautiful and pretty? We spent $10,000. Um,
1: so I think it's a funny time to share how you felt in the gas station.
0: <laughs> that was funny.
1: <laughs> or were you going to save that for another No, I,
0: time? I'd say it. No, okay. It was. It's perfect because <laughs> it was the holidays, man. Yeah. It, it was... This is going to be. As far as
1: performance is why I brought it up. Yeah,
0: well, it's going to touch on the gender issue, too. It's definitely going to. Look, you can tell me gender until I'm blue in the fucking face, all right? The equal and all this other shit. But, motherfucker, I was at the Speedway (laughs) Christmas motherfucking day and i'm going to tell you what i saw what i saw christmas day well looked like it was a little gender biased (laughs) to me and if everyone is equal i will i love bill burr's line is you know if it's uh women and children first right they pay they get to jump what the fuck everything's equal right pay and everything's equal until the ship's going down the ship's going down it's women and children first i think it's fucking hilarious so the idea (laughs) sounds good Sounds good, I'm with you.
1: Be consistent with your equalism. Right, and
0: so I go into the Speedway on Christmas Day to get some orange juice. Mind you, they were completely out of orange juice, and while there was no milk to be seen, but I don't drink it anyway, I just noticed nothing was there. It looked like the hurricane came. (laughs) uh, We were looking for ice. Well, just the... The breakfast freezer in the gas station was empty, right? All the there
1: donuts were... are gone. Yeah,
0: the donuts, all the fake bacon, all the weird stuff, it's all gone, right? The stuff you never buy ever is now all gone. Yeah. Been there since last year anyway. <laughs> you know, so I'm there getting orange juice, and I stand in a... It looks like a line at Space Mountain at Disney. You know, fucking just as long as hell. The gas station's got seven cars per pump, right? Everybody's hanging the hell out. And I noticed as I was outside on my way in and standing in line, and my... uh observatory mode (laughs) every single person at the gas station on christmas morning was male (laughs) there was not a single female to be seen not a child not a worker
1: that's because they wised up
0: every single every person waited and then i looked because then i had to know because i'm (laughs) like i now have observed this i have to now creepily walk by every car in line at the gas station and go
1: <laughs> is there a lady in there <laughs> right. what's going on
0: right then i got the resno um so and it was and i announced arrested. it i couldn't help it i announced it i was standing in line and i looked down the line i looked forward at the line long as shit i was like does anybody notice this is all guys here <laughs> right
1: everybody looks around like what the fuck some
0: at? dude up front goes i poured the milk out on purpose
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy he's like i need to get out of this house babe we're all out of milk
0: <laughs> he poured it out on purpose the other guy's like honey do this man and right, so guys are yelling from a line, right, as if yeah. like, well, caught me. I'm here doing this. I am got sent out, right? Do
1: you, do you think that the women at home are texting their girlfriends going, finally, the fucking fucker is gone? <laughs> if he didn't get his ass out of the kitchen eating everything... I swear I would have been on the news. Right. So are those texts going out the second he, and she's like, that dumb bitch, I bought milk yesterday when I wanted to get out of the house. And we're out of milk today. (laughs) Right. You know? And then she's
0: back there going, oh, asshole left. (laughs) Right? We can talk for a minute, right?
1: Call me. We have got 10 minutes. I can see when he runs the credit card.
0: (laughs) Well, here's my question. Why, then, do you keep repeating it every fucking year?
1: How about every day?
0: just link that shit right to relationship let's see what you did there
1: yeah every day think about it just offhand how many relationships you hear about where they talk like they are watching al bundy yeah
0: yeah Yeah, it's sad it makes me sad Mm -hmm. when i do you see the relationship where he's like every year he gets like he does the same thing i'm like that's your friend you're together right yeah (laughs) you
1: you guys are in a relationship, right?
0: Yeah, and that... Oh, you do see that couple at the holiday parties, right? Look like they've been together for 6,000 years. (laughs) They fucking hate each other. (laughs) One's sitting down on one end, one's in the other. They've shown no affection.
1: You know what I dislike is when couples like that, and I can say male or female if I just said it right.
0: We are enforcing our own beliefs, though, because we assume that the happy couple should be together and share the affection when, truthfully, somebody may be married 6,000 years because (laughs) They they do that.
1: Well, I was actually referencing more so um like their attitude. So if you and your spouse don't get along, Mm -hmm. then it's not okay to go back to your friends and say, Oh God, I hate this. Come and join me in my misery. Don't go separate those couples, you know, and have them, you know, uh think that they're supposed to babysit you in the relationship. Just because you're having problems, you think it's time to go, you know what? I haven't had some guy talk in so long. Let's go out back and smoke some cigars. I'm like, bitch, I did not put this dress on to stand around a bunch of women.
0: I think that's another great point you've brought up is you see that. You see the dinner has happened,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: The Lions are playing someone and then Dallas is playing someone after that. (laughs) And the one and the four o'clock and then the division begins, right? The presents bring everyone back together and then separate them again the kids go to play the presents the guys typically now go watch the football and the women are either cleaning the kitchen or talking shit out back about fred on the inside and his fucking hemorrhoid this year (laughs) you know it's shitty and i'm not saying again it's not everybody right i know women are Steelers fans and all this too i get it right but on a generally speaking the gu person and generally speaking is you see the division of conversation you see the males congregate to one area for conversation about golf and some generic bullshit that probably doesn't matter. Now, some are probably the deepest conversations on the planet. But in the females, you see them go on this side. And that, that fucks with me. Sometimes I'm like, wait, I, we can. You know what I mean? We can bring that shit together.
1: Or how about. Because I thought I that's what. talk to you every day.
0: Because well, I thought this was, was all about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right? It's about bringing us all together. But yet it seems to, at the really, and when you're in the mix of it, mm-hmm. it seems other than the dinner, we all are forced to usually sit down with presents to do circles and watch everybody open them, et cetera. Other than those two moments, it's watching football, which again, you're not interacting. You're talking about the game, really, in front of you. It's a distraction. Or you're cleaning the kitchen or packing the food or the kids are playing the games. They split up again anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's all a sham, really, so everybody can just hang out with who the fuck they want to when all that bullshit's over.
1: Which, and you should, but if you don't end up hanging out with the one that you want to, that is the person that makes you happy or whatever, if that's not that person that makes you want to hang out, I'm sure I don't, I'm don't. i not talking every time. Yeah, yeah. But if that's their general behavior as to, act like jersey when i open the front door and bail you know like if when you get to that party you have
0: to reference jersey as your dog
1: yeah who runs so, out
0: the front door if it's open
1: oh doesn't everybody have a dog named jersey that runs <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. yeah um anyway what i was saying was um i forgot what i was saying i squirreled off on that one that's
0: what we do here <laughs> so whether we squirrel off or not to wrap the show up really, to, to bring us all the way full circle back to our original point where we opened, you know, we talked about all the people, the experiences, questioning it, whether questioning what it is or how we do it, or all the different uh, influences that drive us, right? Uh-huh. So despite all that, the original <clears throat> posed question, how do we hold on to it? If that Christmas spirit, if you will, whatever that really means, if the idea of togetherness and family, if that's what it is. And it does, and if it does for them listening and us personally or whoever, and not saying that it doesn't for everyone, yeah. how do we go about continuing that next week after the new year, after when the holidays aren't here to hold us together? How do we hold that each day?
1: I think that just added 300 and... 59 more days we have to have a have to.
0: Ah, you're a killer. I love it. I love it.
1: Instead, I'd rather be like Walt Disney and start to sing Let It Go. Ah, I love (laughs)
0: it. That's brilliant.
1: That's what I would do is let it go. Then there's no longer an expectation, and you're the creator of whatever comes the next year, and you can surprise people with whatever you have if you just do it with the idea of this is something that makes me happy. Do you like this? This is when you can come over. This is my holiday. People might be actually interested in seeing and hearing more about you when you express yourself in those ways of saying, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and keep going on with what everybody else wants to do. And this can kind of help you even if it's coming to things that you're trying to figure out in your own life as far as what's happening. You know, what if you're a person that is so bitter towards holidays um, that it, You don't want to even be a part of it. So maybe that's a good time instead of knocking down someone else's traditions. Start your own. It's like those people that bitch and complain about the problem. Think of a solution, an idea to where it's a diversion to what you might like and see if that works out. And then if it doesn't, quit having expectations for them.